It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. A a shudder, a shudder goes down my spine when I realize that many of you out there are attempting to raise pre-adolescents. I'm talking about those kids, those children between the ages of 10 and 14. And you're trying to raise them at a time when it almost seems, dare I say, it seems popular to be a liar. After all, how can you turn to your kid and say, stop lying? And then they turn on the TV and have all the commentators admit that those in our government are constantly lying, almost by design. In other words, this is just what politicians do. But since our children, more than likely, will not go into politics Liars are not nearly as acceptable in business. How about school teaching? No. Industry? Religion? So if our kids get the idea that they can do their own experimentation with lying and use Washington, D.C. as an excuse, how can we tell them, if you want to be a senator, you get to lie? But if you want to be a manager at your store, you won't get by with it. Are we really giving our leaders more leeway to tell a whopper than we give a checkout person at Walmart? Isn't that astounding? I I would tell you, it certainly seems that way. It seems that everyone is trying to search for the border where truth is is right there before it enters the sacrilege of lying and then try they try to live at the fringe between maybe telling the whole truth but maybe lying simultaneously we just we can't let our kids lie and think that they're just well they're just maturing into an adult world where lying is acceptable but if you do it when you're 10 years old you get punished my my friends i got to tell you lying lying is the root of all deceit the doorway of every sin and crime known to man and and woman for that matter so this begs a question are we just lying around waiting for a chance to get by with our lying thinking if we do get by with our lying, we'll feel so proud of ourselves to be liars. Can I ask you, does that sound weird to you? Here's what I want you to do. I want you to learn to trust your weird. I I know we've got prejudices. I know we're bigots, and sometimes we think things are weird that aren't weird, but sometimes things just don't measure right. And we need to trust our weird. I guess the thought is, nowadays that telling the truth can be so scary that anything would be better. But you see, what makes telling the truth scary is the distance of time we allow to pass 
between when something happens and when we report it. It's that time lapse that makes lying so appealing. Well, I should have brought it up when it happened, but since I didn't, gosh, how can I bring it up now? For, let's be honest, if you're sitting in your living room and you hear the breaking of glass in your kitchen, what you want to hear next is, I broke that, it was me, I did it. This enables you to give a human response of, are you okay? But let's face it, if you come in the kitchen and you find it, any delay to owning up to the breaking makes the breaking it worse and worse and worse. I know we're not supposed to cry over spilled milk, but when you spill milk and don't tell people you spilled it, it turns sour and it makes the whole joint stink. Then you cry. Your eyes water from the stink. Why can't we learn this? Why, why can't a congressman comprehend this concept? Why can't the president just make this a part of our, the daily activities of his life? Give the kids a chance to see true bravery telling the truth and dodging a lie. We lie because we want to withhold information. We withhold information because our opinion of ourselves is way too high. It's really that simple. And if you teach your children before the age of five that no means no, and when they reach the age of six, you instill in them the value of committing to something and seeing something through to a conclusion, at this point, it falls your lot, your mission, in this world of lying, to find a way to raise honest children. You can't condone lying in any way. And here's the truth. To avoid condoning lying, truth must be rewarded. Honest to God, you should bribe your children into telling the truth. You heard me. You should bribe them into telling the truth because I base this conclusion on that old adage which says, your word is gold. Exactly. And because it's gold, when your word is truthful, it should be applauded. It should be appreciated. And hell, hell, it should be funded. I have no problem giving my children what I call truth money. Not hush money. I don't want to give money for covering something up or denying it. But since their word is gold, make it gold. Get them addicted to money by getting them addicted to the truth. Get them addicted to the truth by getting them addicted to the money. And tie the two together. Teach them that they don't make money by lying. Teach them that cheaters never prosper. But when they tell the truth in your household, it's gold. This leads, I think, to a second lesson. Since your truth is gold, since truth is gold, 
Your lies are poison. When you lie to someone you care about, three things immediately happen. You don't trust them to still love you with the truth. You don't trust them to love you if you tell the truth. Number two, you think they are foolish enough to be tricked. And finally, number three, your affection begins to drain as you nervously wonder if you're going to get caught. What a horrible way to live. I don't want to live wondering if I'm going to get caught. It is the poison, I believe, that brings on it brings on disease. It's the reason that many people, they, they, they seem to just catch a cold whenever it comes within 50 feet of them. It's because the immune system, when you're immune to the truth, your immune system to disease breaks down. You don't trust yourself anymore, to be honest, so therefore you don't trust any part of you to do its job. It is a source of backaches, stomach aches, and every ache imaginable as our body reacts to the poison of lying. Teach those children, you know, the ones between 10 and 14, that their word is gold, and then back it up with a blessing. And also prove to them and give them examples where lies have become poison in the lives of people. And I think finally there's this clever little phrase that I realize every single day of my life in dealing with my fellow humans. And that phrase is, trust is a must. Trust is a must. The most futile thing you'll ever do in your life is trying to love someone you don't trust. Trying to be affection with someone you think might be lying to you is it's impossible. The pure sexuality individuality and intelligence of trust is what makes the human race sparkle with hope. There is an Old Testament scripture that says, Behold, your sins will find you out. Pardon me. Sounds like Grandpa says it. Well, Grandpa says it because Grandpa learned it's true. Stop for a second and realize that that there is no lie that's ever been told that continues to live on today. No lie ever told by Cleopatra is still believed today. No lie ever told by a politician during the time of the Civil War still lives on today. Otherwise, truth could not march on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is marching on. But beneath those marching steps it, it are lies being crunched. Every single lie that was ever told is eventually exposed, ridiculed, and mocked for its lack of integrity and vision. Otherwise, we don't know what the truth is going forward. We don't know where to go. We don't know where to turn. Teach your children what a lie is. Point them out. Challenge them to take on a deal in your household. You tell me the truth and I'll reward you with gold, both my praise and my money. 
because that's real life. Show them how lying poisons the whole human being, often destroying, and many times throughout history, lying ends up in one place, suicide, self-destruction. And finally, just teach your children that trust is a must. Nothing of quality ever happens between two human beings if they don't trust each other. So I want to tell you folks, the good news is it's not difficult nowadays to point out and explain to your children, ages 10 through 14, what lying is. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? And the better news is if they are aware that no means no and that they have to stay with something until they learn then they won't be so afraid to admit falling short of perfection. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.